Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How would you like a 15% discount to my daily email, the stack of stuff, the show notes, discounts to the conference, all of that? All you need to do is text the word SHOW to 33777. You'll get the annual subscription with a 15% discount to my daily email. You'll get the stack of stuff, the links to the show notes, discounts to the conference, and so much more. All you have to do is text the word SHOW, S-H-O-W, to 33777. Text SHOW to 33777. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour One. Simpson handed his show over to me, the hard drive of Stephen Hawking. I asked for the opportunity to address the rumors and allegations of me on Jeff Epstein's island with a group of midgets and a chalkboard. It is not what you are thinking, but it did get my motor running. I was their Wizard of Oz. They were my munchkins. Until I was their Willy Wonka and they were my Oompa Loompas. The chalkboard was to charge a refraction of white light into a rainbow we would go over and then the viscosity of chocolate. Oh it got my motor running. They pushed all the right buttons. It made me very happy. I deny everything. But you have not lived until you have seen a group of midgets do trans-dimensional calculations of particle physics on the chalkboard while... Yeah, I think we better cut off Stephen Hawking's there. Well, he... <laughs> Yo! I, I don't think we've talked enough about Stephen Hawking on, on Jeff Epstein's island with midgets and a chalkboard. I, I'm, I, I'm flabbergasted. I'm stunned. The memes have been hysterical. I, I should just let Stephen Hawking take over the program today. And, and, and I mean, I, I, I could be absent. I, we, we were told... The grown-ups were in charge. We were told there were adults in the room. We were specifically led to believe that when Joe Biden and his administration came into power, that the adults were back. And apparently, it is adults to just leave your job for a week without telling anybody, including your boss, the President of the United States. This is Remarkable stuff that this has happened with Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense. Here's NBC News coverage of it. NBC News coverage of it. Tonight, a U.S. official confirms to NBC News that the Pentagon did not inform senior officials in the White House's National Security Council for three days that Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin had been hospitalized at Walter Reed Medical Center on New Year's Day. The news not shared with the American public until Friday, when the Pentagon announced that Austin was hospitalized for complications following a recent elective medical procedure. And NBC News has learned the 70-year-old Austin not just hospitalized, but also in the intensive care unit for at least four days. How do you, what was he, was he transitioning? Uh, he should be transitioned out of a job after this. I mean, it, it was he was he undergoing like elective hormone therapy or something? Does, 
dude wants to look like a lady or something? What, what's what's going on? What is the elective surgery? We don't know what the elective surgery is. The fact that he did this, I mean, here's Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State. With uh, regard to uh, Secretary Austin, uh, I wasn't aware of his uh, uh, medical issue. Uh, in fact, I, I talked to, to Lloyd last weekend uh, for this incident, um, and I know that he's put out a statement addressing it. Um, what I can say is this. It has been, it remains one of the great privileges of my career over 30 years now working in, in government uh, to serve alongside Lord Austin. Uh, really? Uh, <laughs> the, yes. Abigail Spanberg is one of those Democrats in a difficult re-election spot. She's in a very swingy district in Virginia. A couple other questions for you. First about Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, who is facing a lot of criticism this morning for keeping White House officials, his own deputy, the president in the dark for days about this hospital stay. He remains in the hospital. You sit on the Intelligence Committee. We are in the midst of uh, obviously the war in Ukraine continues, but also what may be an expanding conflict in the Middle East. Do you think it is appropriate how this was handled? No, I think it's appropriate and the right step forward that he has taken ownership uh, and asserted that this was a mistake. Uh, I think that once he's fully returned to the job, a conversation as to why this decision was made is one that in an after action report and understanding is an important conversation to have. But I, I do hope that every person uh, in the cabinet recognizes that this was not an appropriate step, not an appropriate way to handle what uh, was his hospitalization, and, and hopefully there will be greater transparency, at least within the administration. Um, you know, Joe Biden can't actually fire Lloyd Austin. I mean, he would have to be in charge to be able to do it, number one. But number two, uh, this is an administration that has embraced woke intersectionalism. So you can't fire an incompetent uh, first female black vice president. You sure as heck can't fire the first black secretary of defense. You just can't do it. It would violate the rules of woke intersectionalism. Lloyd Austin is an oppressed minority. Lloyd Austin is actually a victim of systemic racism by virtue of being a black man. He can't escape it despite his success, despite getting where he is. The woke intersectionalists believe that he's oppressed. He is oppressed by Whitey. And who is Whitey? Well, that would be none other than corn pop slayer himself, Joe Biden. Joe Biden can't fire Lloyd Austin. To fire Lloyd Austin would be for the white man upholding a systemically racist system to fire the oppressed minority victim. And what did the oppressed minority victim get away with? Being gone. Y'all, I, I mean, not to be flippant here, but we're in a series of global crises. You have the situation in Ukraine. You have the situation in Israel. By the way, we launched airstrikes against terrorists in Iraq while the Secretary of Defense was in ICU, incapacitated as far as we know. Who was actually calling the shots? You say the deputy secretary of defense, she was on vacation in Puerto Rico and had no idea he was in ICU. I want to talk to you Democrats for just a minute here. In all seriousness, to, to those of you on the left, to those of you who are Democrats, 
you know darn well it would be unacceptable if a Republican administration did this. Take Trump out of the equation. If, if this happened under the Bush administration, the Reagan administration, doesn't matter. You know it would be unacceptable. The fact that Democrats will circle the wagons around this, you can't really blame Republicans for being able to circle the wagons around all the Trump nonsense when this is nonsense and, and you're circling the wagons around it. You're defending this. Joe Biden is giving this a pass. There must be consequences for the Secretary of Defense at a time of multiple global crises and military action by the United States being in intensive care without the knowledge of the President of the United States or even his number two, the Deputy Secretary of Defense. Congress was not notified. The National Security Council was not notified. The Secretary of State was not notified. The President, the Vice President, not notified. Congressional leaders not notified. The Joint Chiefs not notified. The Deputy Secretary of Defense not notified. You can't excuse this, and yet so many Democrats are willing to, including the President of the United States. You can't then demand Republicans hold their side accountable for things when you're not willing. This is basic. This is this is constitutional structure 101. The Secretary of Defense reports to the President, is in the chain of command, is in the succession leadership chain of the United States, and disappears for a week without telling his bosses. But there's something more striking here as well. He's gone for a week. He's gone for a week. How is the National Security Council, Jake Sullivan, how is he and the Secretary of State and the Attorney General and the SecDef not meeting regularly? How are they not meeting regularly? By the way, this wasn't over Christmas. People were back at work by the second and the third. wasn't a wasn't a holiday period. It was a rev back up to work period. This is really one of the the I guess biggest red flags for me is that the secretaries of defense and state attorney general and the National Security Council leadership aren't regularly meeting at a time of crisis in the Middle East. Who exactly is in charge? Is it Obama? Who's calling the shots? Who authorized military action in the Middle East? And what chain of command did it go through? Because it wasn't the Secretary of Defense. He was in intensive care. There are a whole lot of questions here. The biggest issue here, my buddy Dan McLaughlin, who writes a National Review, pointed this out. This is government by inertia. We're going through the government motions, the motions that always go through on a regular basis. The bureaucracy is sustaining us during this crisis period. That's not a healthy sign. The, the Democrats like to talk about democracy. It's not a healthy sign for our republic, for a democracy, when it's the bureaucrats going through the motions when the Secretary of Defense is incapacitated in ICU and nobody, including the President of the United States, his direct report knows. Now, I, I'm sorry to those of you who you, you want to defend this and you make excuses for this, but if you're willing to defend this and he's not fired for this, you really need to shut up about Republicans defending things you don't like. Because this really does go to the very basic structure of our government. He really is a direct report. We are unquestionably in a time of global crisis. 
we launched military strikes on Iran, uh, Iranian terror outlets and militias in Iraq last week, and he was incapacitated out of the office. And his deputy secretary of defense, who had to be the one who authorized it, was on vacation in Puerto Rico and had no idea he was incapacitated in intensive care. You just can't blame Republicans for derelictions of duty when you're willing to turn a blind eye to this. The president of the United States can lecture all of us on Donald Trump and the horrors in store for us if he's restored to office and and the electoral college problems and the threats to democracy and the threats to the republic, but it means nothing if he's not willing to hold his own people accountable for things like this. We launched military action and the SecDef unknown to anyone was an ICU. That's a really big deal. So you can spare me the lectures on the outrages of the Trump administration and what might be by a second Trump administration when you guys claim to be the adults in the room and your sec death does this and you don't even know about it. And the fact that this is a very loud admission and this is again the most notable part of this to me, it's a very loud admission that the National Security Council lead the SecDef, the Secretary of State, and the Attorney General are not regularly meeting at a time of global crisis. How are they not talking to each other on a very regular basis? If they were, they would have known he was in the ICU, and they clearly weren't talking regularly. So is Jake Sullivan in charge of everything? Are they just bypassing the cabinet positions? Because in our constitutional system, you're not supposed to do that. So spare me your constitutional outrage and your lectures, Democrats, if you can't hold the Secretary of Defense accountable. Was he undergoing transition surgery? He should be transitioned out of a job for this for sure. And that Democrats have circled the wagons around him. It just goes to show you how insincere they are when they lecture Republicans about circling the wagons around Donald Trump. You can't even hold your Secretary of Defense accountable for doing what he did. If it was any member of the military who did that, they would be in trouble. He used to be a member of the military. So spare me your lectures on the behavior of the Republicans when in the middle of global crises and war in the Middle East where we're launching military actions, the Secretary of Defense or the President of the United States disappears for a week without telling the President and the President says he's got the guys back and has no intention of firing him. Those aren't adults in the room, those are clowns. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We had a terribly bigoted caller call in. <laughs> Brought up Mayor Pete disappearing on maternity leave. Paternity leave. Paternity leave, I said. Uh, with nobody noticing. How dare you bring up Mayor Pete? <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, I'm starting to believe Obama really is calling the shots. The Secretary of Transportation can go out on paternity, maternity leave for God knows how long, multiple months, and no one even noticed. 
and the Secretary of Defense in the middle of a war in the Middle East is gone for a week and nobody notices. That's just remarkable um, that stuff like this could happen. Goodness gracious. It uh, really is just, um, I, it, it's it's telling that these aren't adults. These are clowns in charge. Uh, it, it, nobody notices. Nobody seems to care. No, no big deal. You know who I bet knew? I bet China and Russia knew he was in ICU. I bet you China and Russia both knew he was in ICU, but Joe Biden did not. Um, and, and now the Democrats are out there saying, Republicans, you better hold everybody on your side accountable, but you better not say anything about our Secretary of Defense. It's a systemically racist system. So was Lloyd Austin, in a, in a awoken or sectional sense, is he Secretary of Defense because he's competent or because he checked intersectional boxes? If he was there for competence, he's proven himself to be incompetent. You should fire him. Now, I have to go back to the other subject. Y'all, this, I'm still trying to wrap my head around Stephen Hawking on Jeffrey Epstein's island with midgets and a chalkboard or a whiteboard or whatever it was. I don't know that I really want to know, but I got to say I am still a little intrigued by by Stephen Hawking's. My 80-plus-year-old my, my father, my sisters were visiting them this past weekend, and he was running around the house in his robot voice saying, you get my motor running, running. <laughs> I mean, the jokes write themselves. Poor old Stephen Hawking. That is no way to be remembered. Uh, and yet, this is now going to be how Stephen Hawking is remembered on Jeffrey Epstein's island uh, with Naomi or Naomi Campbell, the 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 model person. I don't. I I don't. I don't want to. There. There. No. We we should probably just leave this unexplored. Turn off the machine. Maybe he was just recharging his batteries with the midget. I, 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 I don't know. But we better move on because I can get myself in real trouble with the jokes right come out of this one. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. And first, before we do, uh, I, I had to rearrange some payroll stuff today for me and, and move more accounts into old glory. Uh, and you know, so they really are my bank. Um, and, and they're the latest newest advertiser and they literally are my bank, which is cool because I can tell you about them from my personal experience. They have a great website. So it's oldglorybank.com. You can get an account set up in less than eight minutes. I'm getting my kids bank account set up. Um, you, they, I mean, you can do direct deposit. You can do anything that your bank does. Old Glory Bank does. And the cool thing about Old Glory Bank is they are really against debanking. We're seeing this movement among the wokes and the DEI machines and major banking operations in this country to debank conservative institutions, gun store owners, and people like that. Uh, prominent conservatives have seen problems. And Old Glory Bank was founded by conservatives, for conservatives, to push back against what's going on in the economy with this debanking and stuff on the left. Good people. They actually, it is a bank out of Oklahoma, uh, but they operate nationwide. They have competitive rates, checking, savings, bill pay. Oldglorybank.com. You can get an account set up in less than eight minutes. Go to oldglorybank.com. It is my bank. It can be yours too. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. 
Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You know what? You know what today is? Not making this up. I only just found it out during commercial break. Stephen Hawkins' birthday. <laughs> now, I, a buddy of mine sent me a link so, so to, to the story from the New York Post. Um, so Hawkins' name emerged in connection with the Epstein case. Uh, thousands of pages of court documents were unsealed. In 2006, Stephen Hawking was photographed at a barbecue on Epstein's private island. However, the reason the whole, well, the, the whole little people conversation comes up is apparently um, one of uh, the accusers of Epstein suggested Hawking has participated in an uh, inappropriate event on the island. And there's a um, email between Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell uh, offering, he wanted to offer a reward for anyone who could help disprove it, saying it wasn't true, he wasn't there, um, that it, it wasn't actually true. But uh, <laughs> so one of the accusers made that accusation, and we know Hawking was on the island. I'm sorry, y'all, but the jokes are just too funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I have been dying laughing at the online memes all weekend over... <laughs> Hawking on the island. Oh, my gosh. All right. I got to move on to other stuff. Clean, real-life, sober commentary. <laughs> uh, the phone number, if you'd like to be a part of this program. Not calling in about Stephen Hawking. No Stephen Hawking phone calls. Happy birthday to him. 877-973-7425. Philip, going to let you go first. Welcome. Good afternoon, Eric. I was calling about a couple of things. I heard your commentary last week whenever you were talking about the national debt being one of the, the, if not the most important issue over our heads. Uh, And uh, also, I'd read a book. uh, Well, let me ask my question about the debt. What would you, or what are some suggestions about uh, putting yourself in a defensive position? Will we go to cash, buy gold? reduce your, your uh, Wall Street exposure. Uh, and then second, I'd recently read a book called When China Attacks. And the things in that book, I'm sure China is just going absolutely bonkers, belly laughing right now with the Lloyd Austin thing, because one of the things that was quoted in that book that's a big problem is wokeness in the military. So you could address those two things. I'd appreciate it. Have a yeah, great day. absolutely, uh, Philip. And, and you're right. China's got to be laughing about a situation. You know, the, the Chinese premier fired his uh, counterpart, Secretary of Defense counterpart over there. Turns out, you know, I was talking about China being on decline. There's actually a, a story in Bloomberg over the weekend. One of the reasons the uh, defense minister in China was fired is because they were filling rockets with water, not fuel. Uh, It was all a big scam, and people were pocketing the money for the gas while they were filling the rockets with water, and it's a big, big corruption scandal. The You know, never bet on communists. Never bet on communists. Now, on the other, listen, I'm not a financial advisor. I pay uh, great people, uh, my buddy John Lindvig and my buddy Dave Nicholas together. 
separately, they, they, they help me with my finance stuff. I, I don't give financial advice. I will tell you this. I long term, you, you don't bet against the American stock market. You, you can have ups and downs. Uh, and bond rates are good right now. I will tell you guys though. So I've got an Apple card. I've got I'm I'm in the Apple cult, and I've got the Apple credit card, and it, I have it tied to a savings account. If if you have the Apple card, you can get a savings account from Apple. I got a text message over the weekend that the interest rate on that checking or that savings account now is four point three five percent. Four point three. That's a really good rate of return in a, in a savings account. Um, Bonds, of course, right now are with the interest rates the way they are are, are good. But I, I wouldn't bet against the American stock market. Um, I, I just I, I'm I'm a stocks and bonds guy. I, I don't do crypto. I think it's a scam. I don't understand it. Uh, I have a little bit of gold, but I, I'm gold is kind of a uh, a hedge against other stuff. The price of gold is going up now to some degree. But I'm just stocks and bonds long term. Reinvest your dividends. Put a little bit, in, put a little bit in every month, uh, and I don't think long term you can go wrong. As you get older, uh, reduce your stocks and increase your bonds. Uh, my buddy David Nicholas actually has a uh, bond ETF right now. I've got a lot of money invested in it. Uh, he's he's one of my financial advisors, but that I just I I wouldn't bet against the long term of the American stock market. Everyone who has has done poorly. Everyone who who bets with goes with the stock market, not bets, but invests long term. Uh, this is one thing that I do not do. I refuse to invest in a stock for a short term game. First of all, the tax implications are crazy. Uh, and second, uh, if I'm putting my money in the stock market, I want it to be there for a number of years, not for a short term thing. Now, Joe Biden is in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. I, I want to play for you this audio from Jonathan Lemire. He was on MSNBC. I think it was MSNBC this morning. Biden is about to speak at the church in Charleston, South Carolina, where Dylan Roof committed his mass shooting, killing the congregants while they were there for a prayer meeting. Listen to this. This is pretty telling. Polling suggests that they, he, his support there has really slipped. And perhaps one of his top allies is Congressman Jim Clyburn, who, of course, it was his endorsement back in 2020 that kind of opened the door for Biden's nomination. And Clyburn gave an interview over the weekend where he acknowledged he is, quote, very concerned about President Biden's standing with black voters. He went on to say that though he thinks the president has done a good job, quote, my problem is that we have not been able to break through the MAGA wall in order to get to people exactly what this president has done. And I think even Joe Biden's staunchest supporters will acknowledge there's been a real communication breakdown that his team and the president himself have struggled selling his accomplishments. Now, that said, he was clear-eyed and forceful on Friday, and I suspect we will hear the more from the same today, wherever now, because this is a this is a demographic, voters of color, particularly black voters, he simply can't afford to lose. He can't, and yet he is. Now, this was President Biden in his speech. I, I've only got one clip. It's not worth, the speech is not worth it. But the, this, this one clip, I think, is deeply relevant. Make this sacred pledge to you, the defense protection and preservation of American democracy will remain as it has been the central cause of my presidency.
America, as we began this election year, we must be clear, democracy is on the ballot. Your freedom is on the ballot. <laughs> yes, we'll be voting on many issues. On the freedom to vote and have your vote counted. On the freedom of choice. The freedom to have a fair shot. The freedom from fear. <laughs> and we'll debate and disagree without democracy. No progress is possible. Think about it. The alternative to democracy is dictatorship. The rule of one, not the rule of the we, the people. That's what the soldiers of Valley Forge understood. And so was me. What's what, what we have to understand it as well. Uh, y'all, I don't, I, I mean, obviously the Democrats are going to double down on this democracy theme, but I really, I'm not exactly sure that it's going to work for them as much as they seem to think that it's going to work for them. Now the president, let's dip into this real quick. The president is speaking, uh, at mother Emanuel AME church. He has taken the podium. Let's see if we can fire up a little bit of doesn't his have to pay out as much money. It means taxpayers pay less money because you fund the federal government, you fund Medicare, go down every one of these things. So it always confuse me. They talk about being rational. It's just about excess profit. But at any rate, I don't want to get off on that. I'll get carried away. I don't quite get these guys. Thank you, Jim, for your friendship and above all for your uh, your fellowship. And Bishop Green, thank you for those kind words. I mean that sincerely. And thank you, Reverend Manning, uh, for uh, for uh, you know uh, the shepherd of this house to. Uh, so I'm, I'm, is this Christian nationalism? The president of the United States in the pulpit of a church speaking. I was talking downstairs. I uh, I've spent more time in. Uh, the uh, Bethel AME Church in Wilmington, Delaware, than I have, uh, than most people I know, black or white, have spent in that church. Because that's where I started. A civil, no, I'm serious. I started a civil rights movement. I used to go to 7:30 mass, then I'd go to 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock service with the Reverend, who was then running the church, is now the bishop. She's a bishop, and I'm told your bishop had been there before in South Africa. That's where he is right now. Do we actually believe this? Because he makes this stuff up all the time. Here before as well, you know. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it, it's at moments of joy and uh, great joy, and moments of great pain, moments of unbearable loss. On June 17, 2015, the beautiful souls, five survivors and five survivors, invited a stranger to enter this church to pray with them. The word of God was pierced by bullets and hate, of rage, propelled by not just gunpowder, but by a poison. Poison that has for too long haunted this nation. What is that poison? White supremacy. Oh, it is. It's a poison. Throughout our history, it's ripped this nation apart. It says no place in America. Not today, tomorrow, or ever. From that day, this nation saw this congregation, this community, demonstrate one of the greatest acts of strength I have ever seen. 
you know, I'm going to leave this here. One, I don't disagree with him on the issue of white supremacy. But in the last couple of years, particularly in the last couple of months, we've been seeing Democrats marching across college campuses saying death to the Jews. Um, you're kind of like, where, where's Joe Biden standing up against the Democrats? It's not real brave for Joe Biden to go to the uh, Emmanuel, Mother Emanuel AME Church and do this. It's, there's no bravery for Joe Biden giving this speech at Mother Emanuel AME Church and condemning white supremacy. White supremacy should be condemned. But also calling for death of the Jews should be condemned. And you don't see Joe Biden forcefully doing that. He can't say anything about Jews and anti-Semitism without also say, well, and also the anti-Islam, the Islamophobia is bad. He, he's, he's, he's nuances and mixes his words on the one and not the other. It's the same like his speech on Friday where he's calling for he's going to protect democracy and democracy is on the ballot. But he says nothing about Democrats taking Donald Trump off ballots nationwide. How exactly is that democratic? You're denying the people the right to vote on the candidate they may want to vote on. You've got to kill democracy to save democracy. I mean, the moral cowardice of Joe Biden's administration is epitomized at this speech at Mother Emanuel AME. He can stand up and take on white supremacy, but he can't take on the anti-Semites in his own party. He's, he goes for the easy pickings where he can make it all about MAGA and Donald Trump and Republicans and tie them all together, but he can't take on the anti-Semites in the Democratic Party. He's willing to champion democracy, but not willing to stand up to allow the people their right to vote for the candidate of their choice. He's cheering on the Democrats taking Donald Trump off the ballot. This is moral cowardice masquerading as leadership from a dementia-addled old man. Now we should move on before my blood pressure goes up. Let me tell you about Vision Computer before we do, y'all. Speaking of my blood pressure going up, you know, uh, I, so the the tech questions you sometimes get as a as a father, as a, as someone who knows computers, and you're trying to help people deal with it. Can I just recommend you go to Vision Computers because I have done that. My son, if he has any questions about his computer, he can call Vision. He has the phone number. 15 seconds or less, they can answer his question faster than Google search. If something he doesn't think is working right, he can navigate them through it. If there is a problem, they can remote in. They can, fix, they can do it for your kids. If you've got a computer in your house from Vision, they can build you a laptop or a desktop. Your kid's going off to college. You're trying to get them ready. you got a few months to think about it. They need a computer. Vision can do it. Or, better yet, you're a small businessman, and you don't want to be your IT person, let alone pay $80,000, $90,000 a year for an in-house IT person. Get your computers from Vision Computer and your employees. They can get Vision's number and call Vision. Vision will take care of them. Save you money, save you downtime, save you heartache, save you hassle, and save your sanity from having to answer the crazy questions when they forgot to even turn on the computer. Vision Computers can take care of you, your family, take care of your business. They give you a great deal. Call them at 404 Compute, any one of you nationwide. 404 Compute. Call Vision Computers. Let them be your computer builder and your IT solution. VisionComputers.com or 404 Compute. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Breaking news. Joe Biden's speech at Mother Emanuel AME Church denouncing white supremacy has been disrupted by pro-Palestinian hecklers. Cannot make this stuff up. My goodness. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building Alone. The Frost family might be able to help your business grow. If other lenders are giving you a hard time, the Frost family, they've been doing this since the 90s. They make their own lending decisions, and they love to help businesses. So if you're buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, growing a franchise, buying out a business competitor, stuff like that, you need $250,000 or more. You see potential where banks, they don't know what they see. Talk to the Frost family. FirstLibertyGA.com. They can help anybody nationwide in running a business. FirstLibertyGA.com. Tell them I sent you. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a good fit for their program. Um, I, I all I'm I I need to just say for a moment. I wanted to start my program today um, about the coach for the Falcons because he needed to be fired. But before I got on radio today, he has been dispatched. Um, Arthur Smith is gone. I, I, maybe they bring in Bill Belichick when, when he gets fired by the Patriots. Bring him south. I don't know. Um, something's got to happen. I, I, now I'm, I'm, I, it, full disclosure, I'm not really a Falcons fan. I grew up in Louisiana. I like the Saints. Um, and I'm an owner of the Green Bay Packers. I just like to watch football. Um, I got teams that I kind of li- like. I like the Steelers and I like the Dolphins. Uh, they didn't do so well last night. That was a great game, though. Uh, the Saints, the Vikings, the Green Bay. I mean, there are teams that I like. I don't really like with baseball, the Cubs and the Braves. I I, I love those teams. I grew up a Cubs fan. I became a Braves fan. Um, as I've gotten older, though, I just like to watch football. But my gosh, watching that Saints-Falcons game yesterday, it, dude had to be fired. They just, they, they got problems. The, the Falcons just have problems. But, you know, the NFL, last year it was 86 of a hundred most watched television shows were NFL games. Do you know what it is this year? 93. 93. No, I'm sorry. It was 82 in 2022, 82 of the hundred most watched television broadcasts were NFL games. This year it's 93. Uh, There were three college football games. The 58th, the 71st, and the 74th most watched events last year were college football games. Uh, the 21st most watched event was the State of the Union. The 60th was the Oscars. Uh, and the 92nd was the lead-out program for the Super Bowl. Uh, not the Super Bowl, but the, the pregame show. Uh, remarkable how much the foot, football games are watched. And, of course, you know... Um, Kansas City is huge because all the Taylor Swift fans are watching right now. So Kansas City is just watched nonstop by girls across America right now. But football seems to be the only common denominator unifying America these days. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.